Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Homewrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Hello, how are you? I am not dancing to spooky, scary music like you just were. Well, I'm not I'm listening great. to it in my headphones <laughs> like you are. <laughs> You're saying... For, well, obviously, I'm dancing with excitement. Obviously, people that can't see don't know what you were doing, but you were just doing this like fun little Happy shimmy, dance. shimmy shake dance kind of thing yeah. in your chair here. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm happy. I'm excited. <laughs> well, I'm so glad yes. that you are happy and excited. Yes. What have you been up to lately? Anything new, exciting, fun? Yes. And it was like, oh, things I wanted us to talk about on the show. And then I am sitting here and I'm like, oh, I forgot. I harvested more herbs. So I have that. And uh, what did we watch? We watched, I, we forgot to mention, we watched That Thing You Do. Oh, jeez. Okay. I love that movie. We've, we've watched a lot of movies I know, recently. but I wanted to talk about that one quickly. Okay. Great. We'll talk about it. What it's do you want to say? A, it's such a cute movie. So every time we watch that movie, I want to start like an like a '60s rock and roll band. Really? Yeah. A '60s rock and yeah. roll. Yeah. All right. Or start a cover band of the Wonders. <laughs> okay. The Wonders, for anybody yeah. who doesn't know, is the is the fictional band that the movie that thing you do is about and i think we could start that band and our friend jamie jamikowski could be our manager okay sure why yes, not that i think would he work. would be perfect for the role yeah i think so uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could manage our, our pr and <laughs> finances and personal appearances and everything else yes why not <laughs> what the hell it'll be great sure absolutely so okay that, that was so a random thought that i wanted to share that that is a very random thought now yes. Today, we're doing something uh, a little different than usual. Usually, we just talk you and I, but today, we're having a guest. We've been having well, quite yeah, a few lately. Yeah. True, I guess, but I mean, just for anybody new, we don't typically have guests. It's usually just you and I kind of shooting the breeze about whatever topic or whatever we feel like talking about at the time, but today, we got a pretty cool guest. Yes. Would you like to tell everybody who our guest is? Yes. Our very special guest. I, I have to give that to her because she is a woman who I started listening to her podcast. Um, I first heard her on Tinfoil Hat. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this woman's awesome. She's a comedian. She's a tarot reader. She does paranormal investigations. She knows about crystals. And she she just knows so much. And she wants to learn so much. And she's awesome and wonderful. And her name is Karen Rontowski. And her podcast is Paranormal Karen. Yes. Yes. And yeah, Karen's awesome. She is. I love her. Yes, she is fantastic. So she's our special guest today. And we're going to get to that in just a minute mm-hmm. or two. But before we do, anything going on with you? Anything that you want to share aside from that thing you do? Movie watching experience that we had? You, it's like you belittle it. I thought it was a be- cute little thing Did to I come share. across it's as belittling? I apologize. That I, wasn't my oh. intention. I was just asking if there was anything else besides that that you wanted to share before there was, we jump into our interview. I can't remember. Oh, the Michael Jordan documentary we've been watching. Yeah, we're about halfway through The Last Dance. I don't watch basketball. I've never been into basketball at all. 
he puts on this Michael Jordan documentary. And at first I'm like, whatever. I don't care about basketball. But I sat down and I started to watch it. Oh my gosh. All I want to do is watch like Chicago Bulls basketball with Michael Jordan now. It's so neat. And I can't stop watching this documentary. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. I was so tired last night and I was like, I can't sleep. I need to know what happens. See, see well, yeah, but that's the thing. I'm not a basketball fan either, but I am a Michael Jordan fan. And it's not so much just because of what a great basketball player he was. But, well, I mean that obviously, but it, his mindset and his attitude mm-hmm. is what made me like a huge fan of his. And we talked about it in the past. I read uh, a book by his personal trainer, Tim Grover. And all he talked about in that book was about Michael Jordan and his mindset and and just his attitude about everything. So that always made me like a big fan of Michael Jordan. So when this documentary came out, all I heard was how awesome it is. I was like, all right, you know, I wasn't watching basketball at the time or I I haven't watched basketball since probably 1986. I think I told you this Mm -hmm. earlier. And yeah, I found out this documentary came out that was awesome and everybody's raving about it. So I'm like, all right. I typically don't care what other people say, but yeah. just the fact that it was a documentary, it's about Michael Jordan, it's about the the his time with the Chicago Bulls and his basketball career and everything. I'm like, well, let's give it a shot. We'll watch it. It's freaking awesome. It We're is. five episodes into a 10-episode series. And oh, it's I can't wait. Highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. Whether or not you're a basketball fan, doesn't matter. She doesn't care about basketball and she's loving it. I so love it. I love it. And that's I'm, all I'm you got to know. listening to all these other basketball players and I'm like, these guys seem so cool. I just want to hang out with these people. They just seem like really cool, awesome people. Right. I'm yeah. totally letting my dorkiness show and I don't care. <laughs> it's all good. I don't care. But uh, I think, yeah, definitely recommend it. Yes. So. What do you say we uh, we go ahead and take a mini break here, and when we come back, we're going to be on with our very special guest, Paranormal Karen yes. Rontowski. I can't wait. Yay. All right. We're back with Karen Rontowski from Paranormal Karen Podcast. She's a comedian. She is a tarot reader. She does paranormal investigations. She does so many awesome things, and we're so happy to have you here, Karen. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm your twin. How are we? Oh, yeah, because we do the same stuff. We same stuff. But we I'm not a comedian. Like, you're my younger twin. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm not as funny as you are. I'll get there one day. I, I, <laughs> as friendly, did you say? Uh, funny. Oh, you are very funny. Thank you're right you. there. Thank right you. There. <laughs> this is going to be a love fest. <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty much. I'm just going to sit this one out. I'll just I'll just hang out here and listen. And you guys just chat. <laughs> so, Karen, first thing we want to do, because if anyone that is listening now listens to your show already, first of all, if you don't listen to her show, uh, what are you waiting for? Yes. Like, download it right now and give it five <laughs> stars. But um, you always mention you forget to give upcoming dates. So why don't we get that done right away? You are so kind and so smart to make me think about that because my favorite show at, that I do that actually, and I take my glasses on and off a hundred times, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I, I do a show called Psychic Stand-Up where me and I got my best buddy Lamont, we do like an hour of stand-up. Maybe we'll do a little less because it's Zoom. And then we take tarot questions from the crowd and we make them funny, but they're real. And it's like, my that's my goal, what I want to end up on the road. So that is on... Uh, June 27th, I almost said May, we're going back in time. June 27th, 7 p.m., if you go to flapperscomedy.com, you can buy tickets or just email me and I'll send you the link. Excellent, thank you. I know 
we're so I looked like I'm like okay we got the link so we're gonna buy our tickets so we can watch yeah very excited yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening or you're watching this on YouTube or Brideon watch it get the link get the ticket and do it especially now it's it, you need you need laughter and humor oh, yeah. more than any time ever I think so it's it's definitely cool yeah, it's a little awkward on Zoom, but it's not terrible. And I always say, I don't know tickets. I don't think they're 20 bucks. That's expensive. But it's for your whole living room. So bring everybody in and everybody can watch. And um, yes, and we're going to have a lot of fun. And I love that show. Yeah, if you, I don't know if anyone is that last one, but I may repeat. I have a big paranormal story I'm trying to work into a paranormal comedy special. So I may do it again just because you guys are going to be there. Yeah. Some people might have to see though. <laughs> Perfect. Tremendous. <laughs> and awesome. do you have any up- other upcoming dates? Uh, you know what? I As for on the road dates, I do not. I have another Zoom show on Monday the 22nd, but I think, um, you know, comedy all shut down. Mm-hmm. It all shut down. Um, and um, so I think it'll be a little while before it's back up hopefully soon you know i think the key was outdoor comedy and i talked to the city i'm trying to uh get a permit for this outdoor theater and they're like yeah it's really expensive like they could not be less helpful so but i think we'll we'll move we're going to try and move it outdoors and then bring it back because yeah people need to laugh yes absolutely yeah absolutely so karen you originally hail from the new england area is that correct I do. I apologize. You just talked about me forgetting. I have a flight in July that I have to cancel. And you just, I don't know how you just reminded me of that. Maybe telepathically. <laughs> maybe that's what you're going to, maybe that's our connection. You have to remind me of all the things I forget. So I had to write it down. It would never happen. Um, I do. I'm from Massachusetts. Same here. And yes, I did. Wait, yeah. And what part of Mass? I forgot. Drake it. So it's on like the New Hampshire border, sort of. Oh, yeah. I played a bar there one time. I can't remember the name, but it was like the greatest bar ever to do. If you're going to do a bar gig, it was right in New Hampshire, and they had everything. Uh, they had a stage. They had a bar. They had, it was. I think it was like a sports bar. I can't remember the name, but it was fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. So coming from New England, you're a comedian. You're into the paranormal. What is it that triggered you to get into comedy and then include paranormal stuff into your act well it's interesting because they were both always there like i can you can go back to my childhood loved paranormal and comedy and then it was sort of like just a regular evolution like when comedy went into this place where everybody was like what's your point of view or the the which wasn't a bad thing but the business got very um you have to have an angle it got into like being casting and it just seemed like, in fact, what was weird was um, I, before I had my tarot card business, I had always read tarot cards. I always studied them. I brought them on stage before I even had a business. And now I think that was so backwards because I do it now and people are like, how do you do the reading and tell the jokes at the same time? And I was like, well, that's how it started. But it's a... Um, yeah, so it is kind of a fascinating combination, but I think I put them together about 10 years ago, 
And it's just my favorite thing to do ever. It's so challenging and you got to be thinking on your feet. And um, we did one for Valentine's Day and it was the best because everybody had weird problems. Like everybody was very dark. And it, so it was, you know, it's better than just when I get to meet someone or what about my job? It was crazy. So the more it was just really fun. So I just married the two. And uh, yeah, it's just been so much fun. That is so awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So because we first, I first heard about you from Sam Tripley's Tinfoil Hat Podcast. So, yeah, same here. Yeah. And I was love listening that. and I'm like, oh my God, I love this woman. <laughs> I need to hear her podcast. And um, like I've told Alex and I think I've mentioned to you before, you were the one who really helped me come out of my shell, especially with like tarot and metaphysical things. It was like things that had always been there, but I was so afraid because feeling so judged by my peers when I was younger doing it and feeling like I'm a freak like it's bad enough like when you grow up and you feel like you don't belong you just never fit anywhere and then when you find something that clicks with you and you know then it's like you get shunned for it it's so it's like you build this wall to protect you and that then it's like I can take it down now I think it's safe because there are other people out there (laughs) And so it's, it's actually, I think, really helpful for people. And one thing you always mention is how like, you'll say like, oh, well, if they're listening to this podcast, then they're probably into that. And it's so true because I, like you, am so open to things and it's, it's like a nice little safe place for people like us to go and hear other things and learn about other things and have new experiences. And with that, I just wonder when you're getting a guest on your show what goes into that? What makes you think, I want this person on my show? There's a couple of things that um, right now, I think I've kind of narrowed it down. In fact, it's funny to listen to, as you guys probably know, when you start a podcast and then where you are now and you realize how much you've learned. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, right now, I kind of like, um, like there's a, I just contacted someone, I didn't hear back from her yet, but she's a witch, but she's also a voodoo priestess. Or like, uh, I just interviewed a healer who was a energetic archaeologist. If it kind of has one more step to it, then I'm like, this has to happen. Um, and it's real funny because my listeners, like, uh, I had on someone kind of famous and they were like, eh, not buying it, not that, like lowest downloads I've had. Yeah, if it's something that I'm like, oh, this is really cool. This is that it's like off the chart. So it's it's very interesting. I think that they trust me with that. But I always try to look for something different. And if there's a specific uh, thing to it, then I'm really ready to go. And then there's people that are just, um, you know, I interviewed a Ouija board specialist and and she was great. So it's. now I'm going to an elemental lady. I can't think sometimes when people send it to me and it's like, I'm a medium. It's like, and you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like there has to yeah. be a little bit. more. That's awesome. Now, has there ever been anyone on your show that you wanted so bad and they said no? Um, yes, I'm sure there has. Uh, there's a guy that I really want that I don't think he realizes I must have sold a million of his books and his name is Chris Penzek and he wrote a book called Witch's Shield which I tell everyone to get it's the best protection energy protection and I emailed him last year and he said he had something going on and he was like please contact me later 
And so I emailed him this year, and I haven't heard back from him yet, but I would love him. I'm trying to think. There's a couple people I haven't heard from. I'm a huge Joni Patree fan. She's a Vedic astrologer on YouTube, uh, and I haven't heard from her. I don't know if anyone has said, oh, you know who said no? Um, The guy that got, he's a holistic doctor, and he was swamped. He did the very first video connecting 5g to health and he connected it to corona okay and he was very polite in fact his assistant was like we thank you so much but we've been overwhelmed so um but but i don't know i don't even know if he was quite my brand because now it's a little more big but um it was he was just like his video went viral and it was like no room so yeah (laughs) oh wow because i'm just like who would say no to karen (laughs) 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 many people (laughs) i'm I'm a very naive person too and i'm just like you you do that because she's wonderful and you should be able to tell that no come on no to her (laughs) you do my pr you can send the letters you have to do it or else (laughs) (laughs) i'll bother you to death (laughs) awesome now i you do a lot of paranormal stuff, like as far as like investigations and things, right? For you, what would you say is like the creepiest paranormal thing you've done or investigated? Or I guess to be more specific, what's the creepiest thing that's happened to you on an investigation? If you want to get background on the investigation too, that's that's great. I'll give you a, a thin a thin thing with it because it was um, I don't talk about it too much because I don't want to connect to it, okay. but it was um, it's actually kind of funny. Someone was telling me their story about what's going on at their house, and I was like, okay. So I call my friend and we're gonna go check in. And then when I walk in, she tells me the most horrifying story where I was like. No, you open with that. That's the first story you tell anyone that's coming to your house because it immediately put it in the demonic realm. Oh, and it was a little bit, uh, it, was quite, um, it was quite scary. But at the moment, I, I know that feeling now. I've never had a feeling like that before, and now I know it. So if it comes up again, I'll know it. But I had, um, I hope I'm not talking out of school. But, you know, I always talk about my friend Tommy, who's a demonologist. Yes. His wife was on the phone with me, and uh, it, I got a phone call a couple of days later. Are you all right? And it went to them, not me. So, but it was, it was, in other words, when you're doing this stuff, you can connect with something that dark. Mm-hmm. And... Who was the threat? Tommy was the threat. So it showed, but for like two weeks, he was like, don't leave courage alone. Uh, Do these things. Like I had, I couldn't sleep for two weeks because it was like, I was on high alert Um, because so, and then he was, Tommy was like, "Uh, did you send the questionnaire? And I was like, what questionnaire? And he's like, oh, I got to send you the questionnaire. So now I have a very long questionnaire that I send to clients before I go, if you know, if it sounds crazy like that. But in fact, what's weird is someone else just sent me an email with something on it. And I took a look at the picture and I was like, this is bad. And I have to disconnect from it. Not, not, not to not help the person, mm-hmm. but like I had to get rid of the picture because it was immediately a connection. And I felt like at night I was like, 
this thing is checking me out. So uh, with the veil so thin, but that at that person's house, that was the worst. Like I still get a little like, because I don't want that. You know, some people, I always laugh. Ryan Singer and I were talking about how the ghost adventures and some people like, we're the demon hunters. We are going to get all, you know, and we're like, you guys can have that. (laughs) Yeah. Have fun with that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Because again, um, being sensitive to things and being an empath, like you, you feel things, you pick up on things. And sometimes, like, you don't understand why you're feeling a certain way. And then, like, you don't think, oh, did something attach to me like I went somewhere? And it's kind of scary because if you don't know people, like, you have to find these things out on your own and figure things out on your own. And most people aren't sensitive. So they could have something attached to them and not even know it. And Yeah, that's my whole – oh, I'm sorry. No, no, Um, my whole paranormal special is built around and it's made very funny, but it was about someone. Uh, I used to have people over my house all the time and someone brought a witch and she said, do you guys want to do a fairy spell? And we were all like, sure. Well, that fairy stayed with me and attached to me. And it was not like, I know some people like fairies. I am not a fan. And it, it, the whole special is about that because it's actually kind of funny because my animal communicator called me and said, Courage said you have a really bad attachment. So it's like me talking through my dog and my animal communicator. And it's really funny. But, yeah, I had it happen. And it does make me very nervous because you don't know. That's what you don't always know that you have something. Exactly. And you had mentioned before in your show that people tend to either say it's a spirit or it's a demon and they don't think about elementals and with the fae so like i've read about fae and i feel like i have a slight connection to fae and fairies but it's one of those like you have to be very careful because i think they can be very good but it's like you cannot screw with them because it's one false move you're you're done and so our son, who's in kindergarten, um, with the whole quarantining that happened, they're like, oh, you can build a fairy house. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. I am not opening that door. And right. people, they think of it as so innocent. But sometimes, you know, not knowing and not knowing what you're doing and then starting something, creating something, you don't know what you're inviting in. Kind of like with the Ouija board. You play with it. But if you don't know what you're doing, you can invite something in and it might not leave. And it's not to say it's going to happen all the time, but there's that possibility. And I think people need to be a little bit more careful with that. Yeah. And, you know, it was interesting because the fairy spell, we all did the spell and then there was chocolate. We presented them with chocolate and then the witch and everybody left. Well, that thing, we we think that there is a system like we have. But it's not like then the the fairy's thinking was, well, where's my chocolate now? Mm -hmm. Like now it's like and they don't have, you know, they don't I don't know. I don't know if I want to say they don't have gratitude, but it doesn't work the same way we we think it works. So if you start in that contract with them, Mm -hmm. you better pay up. I, I did a special with a dot or a thing with Dr. Richard Sugg, who's done phenomenal uh, research. He's a researcher on Fay and where they came from and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how um, that they like somebody had a brownie in their house, and the brownie would clean the house. Mm-hmm. You'd clean up. They'd come home, things would be folded, stuff like that. Well, they moved the house around, and the brownie was 
furious. And then it turned into what looked like poltergeist, but it was the brownie like, ah, you know? Yeah, because you don't know what that deal is that it thinks that it has. And it's not like most people can communicate and be like, hey, I'm going to do this, so be cool with it. You know, it doesn't necessarily (laughs) communicate the same way as us. And it doesn't think that same way. And I think sometimes it's almost like a, oh, you did this. Okay, now I'm going to do this for you. And this is our thing. And so when something changes, it's like, what the fuck? You know, like, what are you doing? Why did you go back? Why did you do this? Or why did you stop doing this? We had a thing. And I think there's a little bit of... um, I guess like betrayal in a sense and that can really piss them off so it's a delicate matter at least I think so that's what I get (laughs) if there was a little glitch here I just got a phone call I don't know if it was from a fairy uh (laughs) but I hit decline so I hope if there was a little glitch in this glitch in the screen yeah there's some um I think it was Tommy that told me this that's the um fairies were sort of caught in between there was fallen angels and there were angels and fairies were caught in between and i i think it was he that said their origin might be from jinn who are middle eastern shapeshifters because a lot of fairies are shapeshifters and one of the things i've wondered too with the fae is because i've heard that um something just kind of natural elemental or I wonder when you hear about like star seeds and like the different beings from different planets, I wonder, could it be maybe there's some kind of like hybrid or something from like eons ago? There's so many things that make me wonder with that. And it's so interesting. I'm a nerd. I'm oh, well, I, uh, I, uh, I'm fascinated with the octopus, number one, because that has no DNA match. Right. And yep. um, I Sometimes I think you see in certain people, um, like I, I think Keanu Reeves looks like a Palladian or a Fae or something. Mm-hmm. He does, and there's that model that was when I was young, and I thought her name was Christy Turlington, but I'm not sure. She has these almond eyes that mm-hmm. it's almost like you can see the different being in there. Yeah, you know, and, and some people do have ca- those weird characteristics. Yeah. But because I've been reading about that, and like you have the indigos and the blue rays and all these different things, and then you have like the Palladians and like you know Orions and everything. And you know, from what I read, some have these characteristics, but not everyone. So just because you don't look a certain way doesn't mean you're not. And I know you said you think you're from Orion. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like yes, I. W- Uh, Yeah. And it's one of those things where it really makes you wonder, like Alex and I were talking today and we were talking about some of this stuff in outer space. And we were saying that we think there is outer space and there's other planets and other galaxies and other beings, but it's not the way that it's presented to us. It's almost like maybe it's a different type of on a different dimension than we are and it's there, but it's not something we can necessarily get to right now so we're given the somewhat facade right like what do you think about that i think that's completely true in fact i'm not a flat earther at all but i did hear a flat earth argument that was very interesting that wasn't like it's not like a monopoly board it's that it could be more of an illusion that of a uh, and it was very interesting. I don't buy it, but I was like, oh, there's more thought to flat earth than I thought. 
Um, but I do agree with that. You know, it's funny because um, I can't wait. I wish I had interviewed this lady before this interview, but she's all about elementals and fairies. And she was saying they are the closest to us. They are right there. So they are even closer than spirits. That, And as the veil is getting thinner, they are more active now. They're almost like they can step right in. And I almost think it's like that, kind of, like the other galaxies uh, are kind of, they could be right on top of us, or they could just be where we don't go. There's a famous book that was written years ago called Flatlanders. Have you ever heard of it? No. I haven't. It talks about, it's almost simple mathematics of how other dimensions would work, that there is a two-dimensional... There's a two-dimensional group of beings. So they live on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So here and here. a um, Something like my water bottle comes up and it starts to move through. Let's say this is a sphere. Mm-hmm. So basically, all the two-dimensional beings are seeing is a line that gets wider and then goes smaller. Because they can't see this in the third dimension. They're just seeing the line because that's all they see in their second dimension. That somehow, if you can transfer that into another fourth, fifth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. where we are somehow there, we can't see it because we're in this this three, but it is there. I totally, I think I, I think I'm on the same plane as you guys. I think it's right here, mm-hmm. but we can't, we can't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of makes sense. sense. Yeah, that that makes a lot of <laughs> sense. It, it, it's funny because like I was thinking that too, and I've heard this from different. People, you know, researchers, stuff like that. I've heard this a lot that there are other beings and things like that, but with the way that we perceive and see, we just can't see them because we're not, our eyes aren't made that way. Almost like kind of how that movie They Live with Roddy Piper, where he puts on the sunglasses yeah. and then, you know, he sees it, everything for what it is. And then when he take you know, when he takes them off, he can just see like normal. Kind of like that that type of thing where there's there's other beings, there's other stuff, but we just can't see it because of our perception and just the way that we view things, I guess. It's it's crazy yeah, when you think about that. I, the, um, the all-spectrum camera with the ones you see on the TV shows, yeah. they're, at, divide, um, they're like a cat's eye. The cat... Okay. the cat has the eye that goes different, so it sees so much more of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and... They show if you can get it, if you can, when you Google it, when you can see how much of the color spectrum they see, how much we see, and, and how much there actually is, that's where I think if we had that spectrum, we could actually see those things. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and I've actually, I've thought about that, and even recently, I was like, how can I train my mind to see that? Because I think, I have, I just have a feeling that it's possible you might not be able to see with your actual eyes. But use your mind and you can see it because when you think of like clairvoyance, what are they seeing? You know, when you meditate and you have visions, yeah. I feel I feel like you're seeing stuff. But how to but you have to be able to shut it off because it would be so much clutter. Probably drive one nuts. But how to open that up. So yeah. that's something that's one of my goals. That's great. And that's the interesting in the in the phrase, the third eye. That that is the eye that sees with it, you know. But I know, in fact, I'm getting so like uh, I'm I'm trying to take other people's classes. Like I have a tarot class online, but I'm trying to take animal communication and just a lot of things right now. And waiting to see because I feel like we're so close to either. Um, 
you know, I, I don't know if I was talking to you guys about this, but they people are so hard on psychics and they're accusing them of being vague and stuff like that. And I think even psychic stuff is getting more and more narrow, more and more. Like, I don't really do dates and times, but a couple of people asked me and a, a couple of times I nailed it. I think we're getting so much better up here mm -hmm. that it's almost really is all possible right now. It's all possible. Yeah. More so than ever before and easier, but we just have to find what that is yeah. exactly and something you just mentioned was how you want to learn about all these different things that's something i feel like i always want to learn about stuff and there's some things where i'm like okay nope i'm not interested but there's so much in regards to psychic abilities divination gardening just like medicinal uses for plants different there's so many different things where i feel like it fits together though some people might not but i'm just like i want to learn it all i might not master it all but i want to understand it and i think that you said it for the past few years i feel like the veil has become thinner people are i think dreaming more and having more links we've said it before like you mentioned native american roots and I feel like people are starting to wake up more. So whatever is happening, I, that could be why people's visions are getting more accurate um, and, and being able to see more. But what do you think is the trigger for this veil thinning? Why is it getting thinner? What do you think? Well, I think... I think I, I I always try to go to the to the modality that explains it the best. And when we come to this, I go to astrology, because I think when you really look at the predictions, especially coming up to this, astrologers nailed it, nailed it. You can go through YouTube videos and watch them all get the same thing. And we really are crossing over. There's something about going from this age of Pisces to this age of Aquarius mm -hmm. that is um, our evolution. Like maybe we were some sort of a test. Maybe we were a control group. And now we're moving into the next thing. Or there's something I can't, I know I always see it as a growth. And I'm like always warning of people about November. And I try, I'm always like, I'm not really doomsday because the other side is going to be better. But I think it's just, there's another thing I think people don't think about, which is we have changed the electromagnetic field of the earth through uh, Wi-Fi, telephones. You know, I'm a 5G freak, mm -hmm. but we have changed that part of the world. And maybe we have unintentionally made that veil thinner ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a million, uh, you know, if we're measuring EMF when we're looking for ghosts, well, we just filled our house with it. You know, Comedy Store, one of the most haunted places ever, put a, the cellar is like, it's so haunted and they put a podcast studio in the cellar and I was like, oh, I bet all those spirits are happy now that you just gave them all that energy. <laughs> right. I wasn't so smart. Um, <laughs> but I think it's part nature and then part what we're putting mm -hmm. in there. And the other thing I think is funny, though, is it does seem like there's a hand guiding it because this COVID shutdown, okay, people that didn't, maybe you didn't go inside, maybe you didn't quite shut down, you stayed on social media, boom, protests. Now social media is almost unwatchable. And I keep talking about this in my tarot card of the day is strip away everything, strip away what we're supposed to look like, 
strip away who we're supposed to listen to. If you strip away every other, everybody else's thoughts, all you're hearing is you now, yeah. which is what we want. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And you mentioned astrology. I was, it, it's when everything really started to hit the fan, um, you know, there's a lot of people who are really scared. And I went to my cards, I went to my spirit guides. And it's interesting because they told me like, everything's already been set in motion. What is happening? This was set long ago. There's nothing you can do about it now. You have to just ride it out. It, it's whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And so it's just really interesting because like I think about astrology and I think people use that to try to manipulate it. And they try to use it to their advantage, I guess. And I think some of these things that are happening now were planned a long time ago and they're playing the long game to try to use when things happen to their advantage. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, uh, you know, it's so funny. The, because I don't think we're going back to normal. Mm -hmm. I don't think what, what they, we're going somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And I, I always say this and people get, um, I always want to say, you're in the movie now. You used to go to see movies like this, and they were very exciting. You're in the movie now. Do the best you can. Be the main character that makes it out or whatever. But I just interviewed a lady that lived in Costa Rica. And I my apartment is getting thinner and thinner. Every day on my to-do list, it's throw something out, get rid of something, sell something. Mm -hmm. I want to be like ready, like throw my iPad under my arm, grab my dog, and we can go. But she lived in Costa Rica and she had these things online. And I was like, uh, do you have a door? Is there anything close? She's like, no. When you live in Costa Rica, a lot of the houses are open and look kind of like huts. And for a minute I was like, can you imagine huts? Not worried about something coming in. Just going to sleep, not thinking somebody's going to come in and kill you. Like, that is a vibe that has to be the vibe of the community and that's how i would love to be and she keeps having to move it's always like grab your laptop and go and i was like yeah that if we could get back to that can you imagine that is what so uh, that's, that's what, what we want to do that's what we want to do that's what <laughs> yeah. we've been talking about we want to move somewhere i was like i want to start like a commune like a community we grow our own food you know, I, of course, I want to, like, rescue animals, but, you know, it's like I want to have, like, goats and chickens and, like, horses. But, yeah, I just want to have this big area of land and we just work together and we take care of each other. Yeah. And, like, we, we just we don't need to depend on anyone else and very minimal because I feel like the more stuff you have, it weighs you down. You don't need 100 percent. Yeah. And that's one thing I remember. So going through my divorce and going back to my ex's house to get things and he threw away our son some of the, his stuff and I was so upset because like it was memories and things that I had emotional attachments to and Alice was like Monique it's just stuff you can always get more stuff and that really like made me you're right I don't have to have an emotional attachment to a book because even though I got it for my child I can get another book if I need to um, it's like you realize like I think maybe for most people the older you get the less you really need and yeah. I just I feel like we should all just minimalize like I, I'm growing collections of crystals and plants like that's what I want yeah. <laughs> yes and you know it's funny because I don't save things in fact um, my mom had made I was a 
I was a, I, I was an athlete when I was, I'm still an athlete, but I really was a competitive, like basketball runner, um, you know, not softball. I wasn't that good, but I, and almost, I was trying to get a division one scholarship in basketball. It was like very close. I didn't get it, but, um, they, I, you think about memories, right? And my mom sent me a book of a whole bunch of pictures and collections from that time. And that was a horrible time. There was a horrible, it was with coaches and stuff. It was one of the worst times of my life. And this book just felt like awful. It felt awful. And um, I, you know, everybody goes through their thing with their parents where they either don't like them or they do. And when you're in that sort of therapy, why did my parents do that to me? You remember all these bad memories, right? And I I went, I had, a, I know I'm all over the place here. I had an ayahuasca experience where it cleared that away. We wanted to did ask I you about that. No. No, well, because you've it, talked about it before, so that's actually on our list of things we want to talk to you yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, so please. Go on. Go oh. on, yes. <laughs> now when I remember, I remember happy memories. I remember uh, my backyard. I remember uh, uh just my the good parts of my mom and dad and that's what i want up here it's not that i didn't learn or it wasn't perfect but my memories that are here that don't need to be in a picture they're very clear and they're very positive i love that that is awesome yeah that's awesome go go ahead no you go okay the iowa the ayahuasca experience how many times have you done ayahuasca just the one time three okay because that is something I've always wanted to try and do just because of just hearing everybody's different experiences with it and stuff like that. What made you want to try it first? And what was the first experience like? Well, I got very, very lucky because I knew a lady that had done it all over the place and she's a friend of mine and she called me and she was telling me about it and this was sort of before it became very uh i don't want to say trendy because that limits its okay uh, you know people are learning good stuff mm-hmm. yeah um and i was and i'm always kind of uh, i'm always like yeah let's do that <laughs> let's try that <laughs> and um she research and she literally made it herself and she came and she had done it so hundreds of times and she came over to my apartment and she did it with me, which was great because number one, you should have a shaman or a leader that you trust. Um, and number two, I was in my own place because a lot of times um, there's a play, a guy I know that does it. And he's like, four or five hours, you'll be fine to drive home. And I never felt I was I always after even that amount of time, it takes me two days to get grounded again. And I, that maybe that's just me. But I would be very afraid to drive it would just be a you know thing on my mind yeah so she would here and we would do it at my house and it was the best the best way to do it the best way to do it the mistake was one time when i brought in other people and then i got very codependent and i was thinking one girl i didn't want there and i was like what if she dies i'm gonna you know what i mean like it was just 
crazy. But when I did it with her in that sort of controlled environment, it was great. Uh, so I don't know the same experience of people who may have gone to Peru or have certain people or people that try it with no one that's ever done it before. So that's the way that would be my recommendation to anyone. Try and find as much controlled atmosphere that you're comfortable with. Um, okay. I think did I, I don't know if I answered that question correctly. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, for sure. Now, what what like what kind of stuff did you experience? Is, is do you still remember everything? Is that something you, you feel like sharing? Is it, yeah, is it something you want to share? You don't you don't have to share if you if you're not comfortable, but. Oh, no, sure. There's a couple of different experiences that I remember because the way she was training me was like there was a buying spirit that is going to guide you, and that's true. And one of the things that's very interesting when most people start, they see electric snakes everywhere. It's a very common thing. I never saw those. Oh. I saw pictures were placed in front of me, and they were symbols that I know. In fact, a lot of them are, um, uh, you know, when you go to Arizona, there's that kind of stick figure guy that's playing the trumpet. Like, it kept mm-hmm. showing me that. Huh. And uh, at one point, in, when we did our ceremony before, this is why I don't think I saw the electric snakes. <laughs> We did our ceremony before I said, I want to see the matrix. I want to see the matrix, right? So that was my intention that I put in. And the buying spirit is no nonsense. She's not, you know, um, and she would, and at one point I said, I said something about that in the trip. And she said, Karen, do you really think you're ready to see the matrix? And I thought about it and I go, no. But at one point she told me, um, you couldn't handle the snakes. So she said, we showed you something else because we didn't think you could handle the snakes. Um, so I, she was a nice shield for me. I didn't, she didn't, I didn't go in crazy. Um, she also, um, there was another thing in there. Um, there was the talk I had about my parents where she said, the reason they love you is because you show them great compassion. And that was the weird button that clicked, that after that, my relationship with my parents became really great. To this day, it's still great. Um, there was another thing. There was a guy that I had broken up with, and she was like, does he make you happy? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, then that's it. That's all. Does he make you happy? Yes. And we actually kind of got back together after that uh, because she was like, what's all your bullshit? Does that make you happy? Yes. Um, there were certain points where they were doing work on me. And at one point I went to get up and they said, no, 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 we're not done with your lower body. And there was all kinds of sensations and stuff going on. So whatever they were doing, I don't really know. But I know that there was a doctor that um, his theory was the electric snakes and the work they're doing is they're changing your DNA. Because the snakes would look like a DNA strand. And I think he's right. I think they change something in you. There are people I know in Hollywood that are like, I do ayahuasca every weekend in the trip and blah, blah, blah. I don't know how they do that. I could never, I would be a mess. Wow. See, like for us wanting to do, it's more of a spiritual thing. It's more yeah. about getting answers about yourself and understanding more about yourself. Right. Um, it, it's not about tripping because yeah. 
I'm not. Yeah, I don't care about tripping or anything. No. Like that. that I mean, obviously that's a side effect, but it, that's yeah, it's more so just to get like answers, like like what you were saying and to open yourself up because you mentioned changing the strands to your dna and there's all these theories that like even with like meditating with um like there there's some thought like you can go into your dna library and unlock everything and as you start to read about your past lives and your histories that you can start changing your dna so i think that there is something there and that might be one of the ways, or it might be maybe it's just one of the keys to unlock that door to kind of, maybe it's a multifaceted sort of thing. I don't know, but it's just so interesting. But yeah, yeah, I don't know how somebody could be like, oh, I do it like every week or something. I'd be like, oh, that's super intense. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what they're getting out of it at that point, yeah. except, and maybe they've, they've worn it. I don't know, because I know the lady that I did it with did it hundreds of times, but it was always spiritual and it was always with that intention. And that's who she is. She's been on a spirit quest all her life. So it was fabulous. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know when you, it depends what intention you go with because it's very interesting and it kind of leads me back to why I think I had COVID, but I'm not sure which is people are always worried about throwing up when they do ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. I never threw up. You definitely, there's the, uh, the police are, no, I did ayahuasca. They're coming to get you. (laughs) But the, the trip, one thing that does seem to happen is it takes the negativity out of your body and you get rid of it somehow. I won't get graphic, but you get, you get rid of it's like it takes what is negative and puts it in a physical so you can get rid of it which would be also sometimes it goes up this way sometimes it it creates in someone's stomach and they throw it up that's what i think is happening and i had a girl the the one girl that came that i was like i don't think this is for you um and she got sick like i thought she was gonna die the way she was throwing up and it was weird because thank god i had my shaman there to help her walked her through everything and was like don't worry it happens and the minute we sat down she went immediately back into negativity immediate like it was all done and you're all kind of lightheaded and you're like what happened and then and she went into i hate my mother blah 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 like she brought all this stuff she just got rid of she brought it all back in uh-huh. and uh i never get sick i have the the i have the the dna of vikings or something i don't know <laughs> so I haven't thrown up in like 30 years and there was a night here I got a massage and I kept thinking can a massage it releases toxins right and I thought could it have released so much because it was the best massage I've ever had it was I was like remember calling somebody and going holy cow I threw up that night all over and not 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 all over the place but and I didn't have enough food in my system for how much I was throwing up and the immediate thought was I'm purging. I'm something is taking all the negative and I'm purging the negative. And um, I was very tired for weeks, but I think that I'll be interested when you can get the antibody test. I think that was my COVID hmm. because the COVID is changing people's DNA. Hmm. And I think this was in January and I think it was, it changed something in me, but I knew, I knew, I knew that I wasn't sick or I hadn't eaten anything bad, but my body was like, you're all done. So the massage and this all together was like, no, get rid of it, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
Yeah, well, I know with the ayahuasca, they try to um, advise people to cleanse first. So stay away from meat, stay off social media, like try to avoid anything that can bring negative energy or another person's negative energy into yours. And so some of the stories I've heard um, from other people, too, is people who like ate cheeseburgers the night before they got sick. That's that's true because the lady that got really sick, I was vegan already, so I didn't have a lot to clean out. But um, she uh, came in and was like, oh, I had hot dogs yesterday. And my shaman was like, did you read the email? And then she was like, oh, it was just a bite. I just had a bite. It was like, you're not going into this right. So, <laughs> yes, I think it, yeah, it is exactly right. You have to watch what you're eating first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think you have to have that positive energy because if you do carry a negative energy with you like you said I think that that's going to come out so I had um, a Reiki session and you're purging out all the negative the emotion and everything and it is exhausting and for a few days you feel kind of sick like I didn't throw up or anything but you just feel like wiped out, you feel exhausted, but it's like it's out of you. And I think maybe sometimes when people have that experience, whether you realize it or not, if you're harboring negativity, it's trying to come out. And I think that's why people want to do that, but they don't understand like this is what can happen. You got to just let it out. You got to let that stuff go. Yeah, and I know people that did ayahuasca many times and then got... did the throw up one which I think what happened was they probably shed a layer a layer a layer and then got to it so that can happen but it is interesting in that um, I love this phrase and you know this as a workout guy Um, you're not building muscle when you're lifting weights you're building muscle when they heal right and that I feel like is with Reiki and everything like that it's kind of the after it's the after that's letting everything do what it's supposed to do yeah yeah Oh, yeah, because you walk out of there, you feel like a mess, like a hot mess. And you're like, what the but yeah, <laughs> I remember when you came, ever since your Reiki thing, was it last year that you had it, it was done? in December? It was the day yeah. before my birthday. Yeah. OK, because ever since then, you definitely have been different. Oh, yeah, because I For sure I like so with everything I've gone through in life, like I have it was so funny. I have this little spot in my body. And it's like my lower abdomen, but that's where I push everything. I push everything negative down and I shove it deep down there and I just keep it there and I don't let it out. And she's like, you need to let it out. And I was like, okay, I can't hold on to stuff. Because I was like, I'm happy and everything's great. I just take, like, I want to kill you. I'm going to shove it down there and I'm not gonna, but it's right there, you know. God forbid the person who like just does something horrible where I unleash all that is unholy upon them. Like I was like (laughs) holding on to that for like, I need to fight for my life. It's going to be there for me. And she's like, no, just let it go. So that's what I've done. (laughs) Oh, good for you. I'm battling that right now. In fact, I'm looking for my avenues to get rid of it because the shadow work for me, shadow work and ego just like right it's punching me in the face now almost every day so, <laughs> so I gotta get. that's the thing with the ego it's like I try not to let it overrun me and then I start like okay because I'm trying to be so conscious of it is it winning because now it's like I, it's like a mind fuck you know it's, it's like I don't I don't know if this, this is right or not and I just kind of feel like just, I, just go with whatever 
<laughs> I'm a Leo, so the ego is the problem. And also, um, you know, being in show business and in comedy, show business is a constant hitting of what you're not, okay? You're not funny enough. You're not in the right spot. You're not actors. You're not, you're great, but you're not what we're looking for. It's bang, 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 bang. So you need that ego to protect you, mm-hmm. but it becomes, it's very, it's too prevalent now. And now with my comedy and everything, I'm kind of the place where, well, you like me or you don't, that's fine. I'm still going to do my thing. But years of just that protecting you is is really, you know, it's a big deal. Yeah, and that makes sense. Mm. And it made me wonder, when you were getting into tarot readings and paranormal investigations and everything that you do, even with comedy, did you ever go through the point of like, you know that you have something, but you were so afraid that what if I'm a fraud? Like, I know I have something, but what if others see that I don't and I'm not what I think I am? Like, did you ever struggle with that? Still. And it's, it's, um, and it, this is kind of interesting because my favorite readers and friends we all have that one day or that one reading where you call the other one and go do i even know what i'm doing like am i a fraud and i feel like it's not um it's it's almost the people that would never ask themselves that that i feel are the ones that aren't doing the work or the authentic like i will give not only will i give my heart in every reading if i think i haven't done the job i will either a give you a follow-up or b give you your money back because i'm not in this to uh it'll be nice if i make a million dollars but that's not why i'm into this and i think that it's like anything it's, you know, I'm trying to write bits about how people expect psychics to be perfect. And we're never going to be perfect. And and the future is fluid. So I, I think everyone does that just to check themselves. So I, I mean, now, obviously, it doesn't stick with me. But I know, but yes, I think you have to do that every once in a while and just go, Am I living it? That's the ego. That's the, you know, am I living in my head or do I really do this? Or, you know, yeah, I think it's a, it's a checkpoint, but I never, I don't think I am for sure, but you have those moments where you go, do I even know what I'm doing? <laughs> and like, I think about it cause like I have that happen and I'm always like, I just want to help people. That's all I want to do. And if I don't know, I'm going to say, I don't know, but I feel like sometimes it's like, your mind just makes you like tell you you're not good enough and you're not the real deal. But it's like you feel inside, you know what you can do. But you, it's not even like somebody necessarily doing something to you or saying something. It's just your mind attacking you. And so it, it's funny how you said the people who don't do that, because I feel like there are some people out there who just they're so confident in themselves. But it's like they're the people who seem like I get the feeling like I don't feel that kind of that right energy from you and it it gives me like that like be careful kind of feeling um and then it makes me wonder like you know I'll even go is it because like I feel off energy like we're not on the same link that I'm not at that level or is it because maybe they're not who they say they are It, it just it always makes you wonder yeah and it and that's even in in comedy it's very funny because um there's people in comedy who are on all the time and they're usually not the greatest comics, 
but they have that neediness and people are like, like if I'm just sitting quietly at the airport and I tell someone I'm a comic, they're like, oh, you don't seem like it. And it's like, I promise you, the people that are on all the time are not the people that they're tiring. You're not going to, that neediness is going to make you crazy. So it's, it's, it is that inauthentic. Um, I don't know. I just think I, I, I don't know how I got off on that tangent, but you're right. I think it's the check of making sure you don't want to go into that. I'm a fraud or whatever, but it's almost like if you're asking that you, you probably aren't. Mm-hmm. I remember when I, um, my tarot teacher, I said to her, I want to bring the comedy. I want to bring the tarot cards on stage to do comedy, but I don't want to disrespect the cards. And she said, the fact that you asked me that means you won't. Love it. I love that. And mm-hmm. one of the things with you is, um, I mentioned before, like I listened to you and I just instantly loved you. I'm really good at picking up on people's energies and their vibes. And like, if I get a bad feeling, like I've said to people, like, I don't know about this person. And I've, I've always been kind of like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. And I'm like, I'm telling you. And then I always turn out to be right. But like usual, no. <laughs> but like with you, there is just this wonderful feeling of like this light and this wonderful energy. And I think that's why so many people enjoy listening to your podcast and seeing your comedy and getting tarot readings from you because it's just this like awesome like pure is like the word I get it's just what I feel of this energy of you and it's so lovely and so I know we got to start wrapping things up but I just want to say like anybody listening to us watching us if you don't know about Karen Rontowski you need to educate yourselves like <laughs> ASAP because this woman is phenomenal. And uh, well, and I see that light in you. There is no lack of that over there. It's just <laughs> my twin, my younger, younger twin. <laughs> it's like I, it's funny because I was like, I'm, I've told him before, I'm going to try not to fangirl out with you because <laughs> like here I am like, I've listened to all your podcasts, but because they all resonate on a certain level and not everyone I feel like oh yes you know I click with that but it's just the way the message comes across the way that you present things yeah you do such a great job so I just want everyone listening to make sure I mean we have like wrestling fans who listen to us like I want everybody to go and follow you (laughs) so Karen as we wrap it up is there anything else you want to share with us any stories anything interesting um I can't think oh I have a question for you this will be a cute turn so um I think I have a portal in my house now and this is what's interesting. I asked Aunt because one day I was doing my automatic writing. This is the only thing you can only say this to your metaphysical friends. And I was like, I think there's a pirate in here. <laughs> Not a bad one. Like there's a pirate in here. Um, but it was funny. I asked my friend Sonia, the animal communicator, because Courage sits where I think the portal is, and he has never done this, and now he's chasing things around here. And she said that Courage said yes. That portal was never there before. It has moved from somewhere else over here, which I would think is either that, say, the veil is thinning and things are going like this. But um, what are your thoughts on that? First of all, it's funny you mentioned the pirate. I've always had a thing for pirate history, and I always thought it was because of the Goonies. And then I just found out months ago I have a pirate ancestor, a French pirate ancestor. Whoa! 
because like I told you I was looking into the genealogy and everything and I'm like holy smokes like my dad told me because he talked to um, a relative of his who knows like the whole family tree and it's like we have a French pirate in our history and I'm like argh but yeah (laughs) yeah but in terms of portals moving so one of the things like we've learned is like where things are and depending like the earth with the level of quartz um where everything is there are portals i think that shift Mm -hmm. and they move and sometimes i don't know if it has something to do like astrologically like with the placement of the moon or where the earth is but it's almost like a rotation and sometimes it can be like decades or years um, sometimes it could be weeks, but I think that the way the earth is moving is, and it, again, like if you believe in flat earth or whatever, like uh, there's all these different theories and arguments, but I think the way our earth turns and the way it's moving is why sometimes portals open and they're there and then they're not. Makes sense. Uh, uh, that so, would make perfect sense because there has been a little ghost activity in here mm-hmm. that, uh, wasn't there before like i do my best reading tarot in here to keep it locked down but that was not there before i know and i know you had mentioned too because it felt like there was a cat and people thought it was courage in your house and there was something moving and that's something too where people will talk about like they have something going on in their home and they think it's a ghost but then it's gone and maybe it's just that portal is open for a period of time and then boom it's gone and I'm starting to think it's an elemental. That little thing, I'm starting to think mm-hmm. it's an elemental. I'm not positive. Uh, oh, and before we go, I want to show everybody my home record t-shirt. Yay! Okay, <laughs> Boobies, woo! <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you really got a show, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was very, that was very helpful. <laughs> but, yeah. It doesn't have the shirt look great on Karen, though. It does. It looks great. The color looks awesome on you, too. Uh, I love, I have hot flashes, so I have to have no sleeves all the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I was actually, I was listening to, we're recording on a Saturday, the episode with, um, I'm blanking on her name right now, but she does the um, energy. Um, Archaeology. Archaeology. Ashley, yes. Ashley, she blew my mind. You got, you got, you got to have her on your show. And yes, because she had mentioned um, with the past lives and picking up on things and neck pain. And I was telling Alex, like, the witch wounds. And I was saying that with my neck pain, I always, ever since I was little, I always felt I was either hung or strangled in a past life, and I was drowned. And I was like, I need to make an appointment with her. So that's definitely somebody I want to get on, yeah. I, You know what I did with her is I joined her. uh, She has a meditation lounge for $22 a month. And, you know, I always meditate. So I was like, "Ah, I'm going to blow through this. Oh, my God. It's so good. I am not even a quarter of the way through. And now I'm learning uh, bones. I I never I skipped school. Uh, (laughs) And and I'm learning because I can't wait to take her class. There's so much there. So much good for anybody in class. I it's amazing. Yeah, have her awesome. on. She's awesome. Yes. But again, it's like you get all these wonderful guests on and it's like, oh my gosh, it, it just brings up all these things. And it was interesting because when I was listening today, I'm like, did you already, did I listen to this already? No, it's a new episode because she was talking about things and I'm like, I swear to God, I've heard this already. She was talking about like the bones and it's air, you know, in terms of the element, not earth. And I'm like, how do I know this? And I was like, I don't know how, but 
it was very interesting. So I'm like, there's something about her that I think everybody really needs to listen to. And I feel like, again, you're that conduit of bringing all of this out for other people to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm actor. Well, you know, and she is the first one to say, this isn't my magical system. This is how it works. So you might be just, she might just be waking up and you, what you already know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you know what, especially this year, it's like you guys, and if you, all my podcasts this year, not that they weren't great last year, but I feel like everyone has been like an A plus. Like I have no, uh, it, it's just been wonderful. It's been wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Karen, we want to thank you so, so much. I could seriously talk to you for like ever. <laughs> I could go days without I, eating and we could just talk. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Like I said, I. I feel like I didn't really participate that much, but it's just been such a good back and forth. I didn't want to interrupt too much. Yeah, we so. don't need Jenna. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, well. <laughs> Karen, thank you so much. Thank we're you very going much. to give our listeners, we're going to put on our show notes how they can find you. But do you want to tell everyone where they can find you as well if they're listening? Uh, you know what? They can find me at KarenRontowski.com or ParanormalKaren.com. And the best thing is to sign up for my email list. Then you're alerted of tarot and shows. But I'm trying to build my Instagram. I like to move everything to Instagram. And uh, that's at Rontowski. So um, I try to put up jokes and I try to put up helpful paranormal stuff. And I announce my everything kind of goes through Instagram. So that's my favorite. Fabulous. And we'll make sure we get the links up on our website and in our show notes Absolutely. so everybody can find <laughs> you. All right. Yay. Yay. Karen, thank you a million times yes. for being I, on our show and just I being love- you. <laughs> thank you so I lo- much. I love you too. <laughs> All right. That was so much fun. <laughs> I have like permagrant on my face. I love her. Yeah, you are super super happy which is awesome i love it that's great it, she was a great she's a great guest she's an incredible human being what an awesome person i mean we talked for a little bit after we uh finished the interview and yeah she's just such a cool person i love her like, in case right. you can't tell <laughs> right but yeah what a what a great what a great guest what a great conversation yeah. there was stuff that we forgot to mention that oh, we're, yeah. we'll, we'll we're gonna have her back on I get, yeah again. i was just gonna say we i guess we're just gonna have to have we're just gonna have to we're just again. gonna have to do another one yeah i mean that's that's it yeah um <laughs> yeah she's just a phenomenal human being so karenrontowski.com or paranormalkaren.com she has at rontowski on instagram where yes. you can follow her and Listen, All this will be in the show notes of yes, course. paranormal karen is her podcast so if you're not already listening to her you have like I, you know I don't like telling people what to do but just please <laughs> listen to her because she's amazing please go on iTunes and give her five stars because she totally deserves it absolutely yeah. yeah she's always got really really cool guests on yeah. and there's just a, a variety of different stuff uh, that, that gets covered and it's it's just really really cool uh, like you mentioned we first heard her on on Sam Tripoli's tinfoil hat mm-hmm. podcast and ever since then I've just been like I, I, I can't remember if I told you about her or if you just i can't remember how I that think whole you thing told me about out. her and you're like oh she's really interesting you should listen and i'm like yeah. okay because i wasn't listening to every episode because i was still not listening to as many podcasts i still yeah. don't listen to a ton right now like i have a lot for me but <laughs> yeah i listen just, to more like not like not big places like joe rogan and like those kind of big podcasts i like more like smaller i guess podcasts sure yeah but yeah like i listened to her and i was just like i felt this connection like 
I need to listen to her like all the time. She's wonderful. Yeah, and and now now that we've we've spoken to her a couple of different times, and I think you you guys text back and forth a yeah. bit too, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're like text buddies, <laughs> because you guys have a lot in common with the mm-hmm. stuff that you're interested in, and I find it interesting, but I'm not. It's not like my my thing, I guess. Yeah. But it's still just really just just cool. Just the conversation you guys are having in the back and forth. You, I- you, I didn't say it to her, um, but I'll say it now. It's she's like the one person that listening to other podcasts, like I've listened to other metaphysical type podcasts Mm -hmm. um, where I enjoy listening to it. But she's the only podcast that I've listened to that is into the stuff that I'm into where I actually felt a connection, where I actually felt like I kind of fit. And I've never had that before. So listening to her, it's like I feel like I fit somewhere and like talking to her. It's like she's so open and wonderful that I actually feel like I'm not talking to her like I don't belong here. Like I actually feel like, whoa, she's amazing. And I feel like I kind of fit in talking to her. And that's how I felt listening to her is just like I feel like I belong here. And I I can't help but wonder how many other people get that feeling from her because i think that's the vibe that she gives out i love when you smile it's Aww. just awesome <laughs> uh yeah sorry to make everybody now get all everybody's like this guy this guy always putting over his wife well i appreciate it Thank but you. yeah no yeah she was just a what a great person just just really cool and hopefully everything opens up again mm-hmm. real soon and yeah. she's able to come to this side of the coast yes and, i want her uh, to come to new hampshire Yes. And, I want to see her live. We're going to watch. Yeah. So this Saturday night, um, we're going to put up the link so you can buy a ticket. I believe it's $10. $10 I think, it, I think it's for, $10. Yeah. yeah. For like, you could have like 10 people in the room. It's yeah. awesome. So it's such a good deal. And it's paranormal comedy. Who doesn't want to laugh? Oh my gosh. Especially now with How? everything going on. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to just laugh? It's, and it's awesome. 10 bucks. It's not. Come on. If it was 20 bucks, it's. Even Fine. so, but, be, 10 but bucks, it's $10. A, that's a deal. And you can just, you know, to get a to get a night of, of fun and just laughing and just forget all the other BS that's going on out there. I was going to say, you laugh. can barely get like a fast food value meal for 10 bucks anymore. I don't know. Right? I, don't, I haven't been to fast food in a long time. I know, so I but I'm just... I know, I know what you're saying. So <laughs> it's a deal. It's yeah, 100%. Worth way totally. more, but I, th- I just, I think everyone should... Yeah. Go to the link uh, and buy a ticket. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. We'll we'll put that in the show notes too again. And uh, yeah, check check all that stuff out. Uh-huh. So, yeah, some of the stuff we talked about was uh, was really really fascinating for me. Like especially the the ayahuasca stuff and the, that spiritual journey mm-hmm. stuff. It's so weird. Like a couple of things we, that we were mentioning with just how the older we get, I think you, maybe it was you that said it, the older we get, the more, the, the less attached to stuff and material things that mm-hmm. we become. And I've, I, for me, you know that, for me especially, that has been a big thing lately. Mm-hmm. I've just been getting rid of stuff. I think I said to you earlier today, for me now, all I care about is food. I just want to have <laughs> food. Like that's all, that's it. Anything else, whatever. It's fine. You're talking else my language. Bonus. But yeah. now, especially these past few days, what I've been doing, it's food has been like the only thing I think about and and just making sure that we got food. Mm -hmm. That's it. I want to make sure that our kids are fed and we'll make sure that you're good. And then I'm, I'm all set too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just material stuff. It's like, what do you need it for? You're not, you're not, I I, I know what's cliche, but you don't take any of the stuff with you when you're gone, live in the moment, be happy. And, and I don't know. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, and I get again, that's probably just something that comes with getting older and, and just maybe realizing that all this other stuff, it's just stuff. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You don't need it. Yeah. It's nice to have things, sure, and to enjoy them, but... I just want to detach from everything. I just yeah. want to like go live out like in the semi wild, have like some shelter. Yeah. Um. So I, I like and plant my own food and have trees and animals, and I just want to like go live out in like the woods or something and just like yeah, be in nature. Would, and t- same here. Not have it, to deal with anything. I just for I me. I mean, that means we wouldn't have a podcast anymore, though. Uh, right. I mean, the podcast would absolutely be done if that were the case, but. I mean, who knows? Who knows what's what the what the future holds? But uh, yeah, that's something that I've been I've been looking at, just getting a plot of land somewhere mm-hmm. and just building something like a log cabin or something, and just <laughs> you know, I I just feel like with everything going on now and just how crazy everything is, it's like I just want to get away from it and all. And the weird thing is, is I want to get get away from all of that, but it makes me want to be around people like us who yeah, right it's not like i, I mean? want to eliminate all people, people. Yeah. all people but it's just i want to uh, like if i started a commune and karen was like yeah i'll go live with you i'd be like <laughs> sure yeah yeah Pop, yeah exactly yeah. right like, yeah good people, like good people. people yeah good yeah. people that don't give just, a like, crap about all the other, other nonsense yeah. but just people that want to just live and let live and just have fun and be civil and oh my god it's like i was just thinking like to live somewhere and not have email not have phones and just be like if you want me this you come here and this is how you find me like oh my gosh right and it's funny she was talking about her friend in costa rica Mm -hmm. where have i told you yes in in like the last we've been talking about like maybe we could move to costa rica and yeah yeah Yeah, because i I want to be somewhere warm But but like, like I liked how she was saying how they just have a door. There wasn't even yeah. a door. It, it, you can just kind of up and go, and they don't worry about people coming in and whatever. Yeah, that's what I want. But yeah, I, I don't, just want, like you want to be. I don't want to have stuff that people. Right, I don't want to have to worry about people stealing my stuff because I don't want to have stuff. I don't. I don't need it. I don't care about it. It's so weird. Like five years ago, me listening to me now would be like what. Like yeah. I, I've like seriously, like especially the last two years have gone through like such a change and transformation. Mm-hmm. I, I think I don't even recognize myself sometimes anymore. I think like spiritually, the more you become enlightened, the more you realize like this 3D world, it's not necessary. So you kind of start shedding all of that. So yeah, and she was mentioning it during her ayahuasca journey. Uh, one of them, how she asked about the Matrix. Mm-hmm. I just recently, and I don't, I don't, I can't remember if I told you or not, but I just recently got a, a part one of a course that a gentleman uh, put out. Uh, uh, his name's John Rappaport. He'd be somebody I'd like to talk to, but he's a journalist, and he actually he interviewed a bunch of different people throughout his career as a journalist, like different people that were involved in propaganda and, and essentially cre- uh, creating the matrix that we live in because we really do. I mean, if you think about it, everything's mm-hmm. manufactured around us. Narratives, yeah. buildings, just our belief systems, everything's manufactured, everything's artificial. What's really real? It's hard to say because... But anyway, he, he actually, his course is uh, The Matrix Revealed. Hmm. And I got the first part of that course and I just started reading through some of the stuff and it's just like mind-blowing. And there was a, uh, a hypnotherapist, uh, excuse me, a hypnotherapist that he talked to 
who essentially he talks about just the way the human mind works and just how all the all the different I'm trying to remember the word now. I, I, I'm sorry, I can't verbalize it. But basically, everything is manufactured, and we create a lot of our own reality. Oh, absolutely. And it was just fascinating. So when she was saying, talking about the Matrix and and not being ready to see it, I was like, wow, that's really. It's just interesting. Like a lot of the stuff she was saying, it's all stuff that I've been, for, in one way or another, for me mm-hmm. has been has kind of been coming into play lately and And, and it's just really interesting synchronicities well it's funny because she has an episode about synchronicities yes and i feel like over the past few years we've been getting more and more and it's like and then even with our conversations with her it's like oh yeah and this because there's so much in sync and i i feel like it's for a reason and i think that we are on the right track and we are onto things the way like things the way matters keep coming up and i hope so yeah <laughs> i sure but hope so yeah it's just it's really awesome so that's yeah. another great episode of hers if you want to take a listen about synchronicities yes and uh we didn't really talk about it too too much but shungite and, and 5g, 5G. Yeah. And, and so we'll have to do protection. that next time yeah. yeah but yeah yeah it was just what a really good talk what a what a great guest what a great like i said what a great person really cool really cool lady mm-hmm. and uh love to actually just sit down in a room and just hang out you know <laughs> Uh, was there anything else that you... Uh, I'm just on cloud nine talking to Karen. Yeah, she's great. Like I said, as soon as we got done the the, uh, the Skype call, yeah, what I say, it was like, she's so cool. Like, what a great, yeah. just so fun. It's just fun just hanging out and talking with In her. In case you, know? you can't tell, we really like Karen. <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's awesome. I'm, I'm sure everybody that listened or watched also... They're picking up what we're putting they're, down. They're picking yeah. up, of course. If people want to find us on social media, where could they look, my beautiful lady? We have a Twitter. What's our Twitter? At HomeworkerPod. I messed up our whole little thing. No worries. I got your back. I messed it all up. I messed up the flow. We also have an Instagram. HomeworkerPodcast. And a website. HomeworkerPodcast.com. Yes. That is everything, right? Yeah, that's everything. And iTunes, subscribe and give us five stars. And if you watch us on YouTube or Brighteon, Please subscribe and like our videos and buy a t-shirt that Karen was sporting. That yeah. is our family dinner tank top. The yes. women's tank tops come in all different colors and there's t-shirts and all I'm, lots of. I'm wearing the t-shirt. Yes. And yeah, that's one it's of the comfy t-shirts. Fit. It's um, it's unisex. Nice. They're super comfy. Yeah, it is very, it's very comfortable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Shows off my muscles. Yes, it does. <laughs> Just kidding, Your kidding. manly muscles. I'm kidding. Taking us to the gun show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Until next time, I guess. Unless there's yeah. anything else. We, are we going to finish up the uh, the Michael Jordan documentary? Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about that again soon. Yeah. And we got to talk about the Undertaker yeah. documentary coming up. Yeah, that's right. That's something else we had mentioned. Yeah, once that's done, We've we'll been, be talking about that. Yeah, the Undertaker documentary so on, on the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, it's so great. Because we haven't watched wrestling in... A while and yeah just a great documentary if you were like an old school pro wrestling fan just a lot of fun just a lot of a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. in that so yeah. that'll be coming up yeah that'll be coming up as well so until next time i am the golden greek alex arion i've been joined as always by my beautiful lovely gorgeous so beautiful my trophy wife.
the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast.